0: Welcome to the Cascadian Prophets Podcast, a production of the Cascadia Poetics Lab, empowering people to practice poetry and deepen connections to place, self, and the present moment. Names and Rivers is a book of poems by Shurikido translated from his native Japanese into English by Forrest Gander and Tomoyuki Endo and published by Copper Canyon Press. Shurikido is known as the Far North Poet and one of the most influential living poets in Japan. Forrest Gander is a poet and award-winning translator, and Tomoyuki Endo is an assistant professor at Wako University in Tokyo with an interest in modernists and postmodernists, such as Ezra Pound, William Carlos Williams, and Gary Snyder, among others. We connect via Zoom today with both the translators and the poet, Shurikito. Gentlemen, welcome. It's an honor to be here with you. Forrest, you relate how you were introduced to the work of Shurekido in your note on the translation at the beginning of the book, but it would be great to hear the story directly from you here. Sure. And
1: also, at the beginning, I should say, on the book and in all my conversation about the book, I am sure to credit Tomoyuki Endo first as a translator, because this work would not have been translated if it was me doing the transliterations, uh, so I honor him. And I met I met Chorikido and Keiko Onada, who is a rather well-known photographer in Japan, at the house of Gozo Yoshimasu. He was holding a, a, a party uh, for me when I was visiting Japan. And Marilia Corbo, uh, his wife, who's a performance artist, and Keiko and Jordan Yamaji Smith, a translator, were all there with some editors from Gendeshai Um and um, and Shorty then gave me some books of his, and I went home with them, and that was the first meeting. And years later, um, we met
2: again, and maybe Tom will tell that story. Oh
3: me, <laughs>
2: okay, it was it was uh, 2019, I guess. You uh Forrest, you visited us uh and uh did a p- performance. It was a huge performance of uh uh at, uh, the,
3: uh, a, museum, at the museum in Tokyo, um I, contemporary museum.
2: Yeah at- and you yes. and you uh, and you wrote uh, poems spontaneously to the uh dancer uh Co- uh, Eiko, Eiko and Koma. And- Eiko and Koma. and coma. yeah. Um, they
3: performed at the museum and the forest collaborated with them.
1: Eiko, a uh, uh, sort of post-Buto dancer who um, yeah. has quite a reputation in the United States and internationally, and I did uh, an event at Tokyo MoMA. And afterwards, mm-hmm. um, Shuri and Keiko and Tomoyuki and I had a dinner together with Ashwini Bhatt also. Yes. Uh, and Shuri <laughs> brought up the idea of perhaps um, uh, Tom Tomoyuki and I uh, doing a translation of his book. Is that how you remember it, Tom?
2: Yeah, exactly. exactly. At a little drinking place. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> so, so, So was the drink Otokoyama?
2: <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> i don't i don't remember which but anyway it was very nice the food was great and drink was great too uh, i hope
0: uh, 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 tomoyuki tell us how you became aware of shurikido's work in the first place
2: uh, it was when I, uh, during my 12 20s uh, when i noticed his uh, presence um, at that time he was work, uh, he was very working really really uh, aggressively on a on a japanese poetry magazine and uh, he was catching a lot of attention uh, from every uh, uh, from the you know the uh, poetry scene in japan And then I was sort of like looking at him like, wow, he's a a new star. And then um, years later, I, up until then I didn't know, but my teacher was a friend of Shuri's. (laughs) And then then my uh, my teacher uh, invited Shuri to, uh, to his school from which I graduated. From which I had graduated already, and then I went there, and then that was the very first meeting. And then, uh, his poem, his poems were uh, very striking at, at that time. But uh, but uh, it was uh, his his poems were great. But uh, when I saw him in person, I was also fascinated by his uh, characters, and that was uh, how we uh, how I met Shuri. Yeah.
0: There's a special interest in Ezra Pound and William Carlos Williams reflected in this collection and the notion from Pound of synchronic time and the notion uh, from Williams of geographical imagination. I'm really not sure who to address this question to, but maybe Forrest uh, and then Shuri. Sure. So, I mean,
1: Ezra Pound famously anticipates uh, 21st century physics when he declares that all ages are contemporaneous. And Faulkner also suggests something like this when he writes that the past is not dead, it is not even past. And in Kido's poems, as Tomoyuki mentions in the introduction, the perception of the present, say a, a man walking across a bridge, is encrusted with layers of time and repetition and of the imagination of others crossing the same bridge, of the bridge as a metaphor that's connecting not only geographical points, but points in time. So there's a constant sense in Kido's poem that what there is is that nothing is ever in and of itself.
2: 重重とも、<笑> く、<笑><笑>
3: そう to Uh,その, uh, Okay, uh, as Ezra Pound
2: said, all ages are contemporaneous. Uh, uh, almost the same idea can be seen in Dogen, who said Living Now uh, includes history. And uh I surely I would like to express such a such times, uh, time sense, uh, through a po- po- poetry.
0: I'm reminded a little bit of Huayan Buddhism, in which surely the the past affects the present and the present affects the future. But also in Huayan, the future affects the present. And is there, I, I don't I, there may be similarity with Dogen, but I, I know it from Huayan.
2: Huahian, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's a Chinese style Zen, Zen Buddhism.
0: Yeah, I forget the, I for, we, it's best um, uh, represented by the metaphor, of the jewel Net of Indra that comes out of Huahian. And I forget the, the Japanese name for Hua Yen.
2: えっと、まあ、
3: あの、あの、uh, okay、the uh, present we we tend to think that uh, present is an accumulation
2: of the past but uh in my shooties in my idea future future influences uh present yeah so nice that,
0: connection paul that was really good i think that that was one step too far for alfred north whitehead he could believe that the past influences the present and the present the future but he was not open enough to believe that and yet the hawaiian Buddhists were there 800 years previously expressing this notion. And um, it, it brings to mind Rupert Sheldrake's morphogenetic, uh, uh, morphogenetic fields and what have you, but that's a subject that's too complicated for today. Also, William Carlos Williams, the geographical imagination. I mean, this comes up very much in the book Names and Rivers uh, with uh, the rivers that are mentioned, the deep sense of place. But I'd really like to get a sense of what he takes from that geographical imagination and how how it informs his work, how important it is in his work.
2: Sorry, I uh get uh, it. The,
0: phrase, the <laughs> phrase geographical imagination, and especially as uh articulated by William Carlos Williams, perhaps in Patterson, as was alluded to in, in the book, uh, and, and Williams in general, you know, the notion of rivers, time as a river, the Passaic River, and the rivers, is it Kitakami as I as I recall, Kitakami mm-hmm. River?
2: えっと、ま、地理的想像力ですね。それが、えっと、
3: え、人間
2: Okay. Uh, uh, Patterson is apparently important, and I have read the work since I was twenties. And what was fresh was that this not even uh, this geographic idea is not o- not not only geographic, but uh, it's a metaphor of human existence. And up until th- then. Uh, Up until the uh, after post-war poets, uh, Japanese poets were mainly influenced by French uh, symbolism. Mm -hmm. So this Patterson looked pretty new to me.
0: That's fantastic. Also, the notion from Pound as best expressed in sayings like abstractions have to be earned or uh, go in, fear of, go in fear of abstraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how, I mean, I, I read the book, so I, I see all the specific luminous details, like, uh, you know, Mr. Shuramwato. but uh, tell us about the importance of the concrete as, as opposed to abstractions.
2: えっと
3: 非常に yeah, uh, it, it's a it's an extremely
2: important point. Point, and, uh, and sometimes poetry, uh, writing poetry. Sometimes I uh, write very uh, abstract words, and then, as a as a result, such poems have no reality. And uh, you have to begin with actual things.
0: Speaking of things, the title poem from the collection non ferris is on page twenty five in English that might be a good place to start with the actual poetry should he would you be able to read that and then before us maybe you read the translation is that possible <laughs> yeah. so talking I, uh, talking about that poem um page twenty five that starts out and, and you referenced it in the in, it was a reference in the introduction, non-fair, not non ferrous, all colors mixed to render the color gray.
3: That, that poem. Shorty son, those all. Hi. 散失。
1: So it might be worth saying before I I read that there are many references to color in uh, Kido's book, as though maybe Kido, when he was writing this book, was in conversation with uh, Ludwig Wittgenstein's remarks on color. Here again in this poem, I think Kido is saying that what matters is that nothing is ever in and of itself, that color isn't an essential property but a perceptual phenomenon dependent on the refraction of light. And emotion is like that too. It's a collaborative experience involving the self and the world, it's a focal experience. So here's the poem in Tomoyuki. And my translation. Non not non All colors mixed to render the color gray. The river bites into the land and geological memories surface. Plants with a grayish tint, Tilancia or remnant snow. Nothing swaying, nothing wavering not a thing too complex to grasp. Grayish prosaic phenomena afloat on the horizon, a cypher, a viper raises its head. In what country's language does the word subject hold two opposite meanings? Subject of an action, subject to an action. There's no such limbo in human memories, still, Particles of iron course through the blood, and all the color drawn from everything mixes into a gray that out of nowhere stirs up emotions.
0: So gray is, it's a trope, really, in this poem. And um, I'd like to get a you know, I think of the gray in alchemy, the universal solvent. I'm wondering if there's something underneath that gray that we
2: should know about. えっと
3: on to the is strongly related to Ash in my
2: idea. Uh, because ash is born when something is burned up, totally con- uh, con- consumed. And at the same time, it's uh it tells another uh, the beginning of another story, uh which means uh, which also means a cosmos, uh co- a cosmo is going to be created from chaos. Ashes to
0: ashes, right? <laughs> There's a The very next poem in the book is "Ritual Utensils." And I know it's kind of long, but I would love to hear that in the Japanese and love to hear the beautiful translation: "Ritual Utensils," from the book, "Names and Rivers." <laughs>
3: 君にこの静かな町に息質の水がひに鳥がて濃い影次第住めばあなたの花、花もう君に似た像はさり Tom, I, I have an idea for why don't we read this? Um
1: together, why don't, you re- why don't we swap stanzas? Why don't you start and read the first stanza, I'll read the second stanza, and we'll keep swapping. Uh, yeah. Would you like that? Would, are you comfortable with that?
2: Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. Great. Let's
1: do this.
2: And then I, uh, I'll read first, okay? Yes, please. Okay. Ritual use utensils. You draw water. Yesterday as you did today. Today as you will tomorrow. The headwaters emerge from a range of calm mountains. Fish course through tranquil pools. As though deflecting the flow with your palm, you draw water. As though your palm is deflected by the flow. In the north, water runs thin So the vase you hold loses its shadow in the sunlight. Every dream is a nightmare. Through this small town, 95 streams surge and 309 bridges across those streams. People come and go over them silently. You're someone who knows the secret, the shallows and the conspiracies of the pools. Sometimes a bland smile comes to your lips, which can be read as the sign that you've broken free from your ordinary life. You can
1: see it. And though it appears as one stream, many smaller streams compose it. One stream carries mud, another carries nothing. Even while your body heat is lifted away from your wet ankles by cold wind blowing above the river, you continue to draw clear water that flows with no other ambition. Your vase goes transparent as a ritual utensil and your body shows no sheen of sweat. Suddenly the smile drains from your bland pale face because When your fingers make contact with the indifferent water, you're nearly carried away to the world beyond. What you despise, trees, goose down, anything that radiates heat and language. What you love, picked flowers, cut flowers, whatever fades, slenderness, especially forms that cast no thick shadows. Only cut flowers, which you arrange. Every day you change the vase's water and wait for the moon to rise. You talk very little, except on that occasion when you came across the foreigner crossing
2: the old bridge. No letters reach your house. The slow suicide of another cigarette. The well of your vase, so high above its face, base, resembles a Korean ritual u- vessel. Children are born, children grow, seeds take root, budding out into forests and then die. The seven stars up in the northern sky tilt, but still I'm curious why you draw water, arrange flowers, douse yourself. (laughs) Water allows cut flowers to live a few more days, they say. But you argue that water drowns flowers. Your flowers, I remember, were diaphanous as an Antillian's wings. Even in sunlight, they cast no shadow.
1: On the northern waters, whose murmurs can't be heard, yesterday's shadows fall, today's shadows flow off. You wipe the bland smile from your lips. Up there is Yugosi yeah, Bridge, upon which night after night, they say, a woman stands apart from her shadow.
2: Look, that man, that's Mr. Serum the one who arrived from the desert just before the war broke out. So now he can't go home. He wasn't much acquainted with water, But now he bathes every day. He washes his body and watches the river go by. That's your longest monologue and meant for no one. The transparent water barely holds anyone's shadow to its surface. Elusive
1: water, you draw it up, pour it over yourself. Today courses by like yesterday. Today floats like a cork on tomorrow. And that's why you draw water. And as though scoring the silence, 95 streams flow. And in the pool, something breathless lives, panting there in the shallows of the river where you stand, your body like the thin wings of an antlion, casting no shadow under the sun. Tom, why don't you finish?
2: Okay. Uh, Your vase going more transparent still is filled with dead mute water. Your flowers, day by day, transparentize. Water rots them. It was you who said so. You draw water, your body rinsed of human scent, the bodies of creatures in the pool growing colder, the flowers going transparent, not wilting. You go transparent. The vase, too. too. Because transparent
0: that poem is it's epic There's it's so rich there's so many different threads I could pull out and uh and talk about I would love to hear the phrase today floats like a cork on tomorrow which alludes to the conversation we had right before about time I would love to hear that phrase just that phrase in Japanese
2: 30 page no Ren, So, the English, Today courses by like yesterday. Today floats like a cork on tomorrow. This uh-huh. to そこちょっと一緒, えっと, <coughs> uh, <coughs> I just asked Shuri to read the the uh the parts in question. Two, two only
3: two lines. <coughs> はい, そこ, uh, that's the that's the part in question.
0: Forrest, did you know what an ant lion was before you translated this book? <laughs>
1: Paul, I was crazy about insects as a kid. So I totally knew antlions. I was always feeding ants to antlions and, um, and I'd like to point them out to other people. And there was a twilight zone that had a sort of version of an antlion on, a, on a, another planet that swallowed humans. But dragged I, them I, did not,
0: I did not know that. I, I pulled up a YouTube video and showed it to my 10 year old daughter and she's like, why are you making reflunch <laughs> <laughs> Now, that's a luminous detail, right? Yeah, Ante-reza. that's a luminous detail. Right.
1: In Spanish, it's hormiga leon. <laughs> there you
0: go, just in case.
1: Now, okay, uh,
2: l- l- let me yeah. translate it into uh, that for shitty uh, yeah. uh, yeah. uh, Antelion te, uh, no, eh, えっと、How did Shorty know
3: an ant
2: あの、uh, the Antelian is used as a metaphor of, uh, in the Japanese literature, uh, it, it has been used as uh, something that goes away easily, flows, flow, uh, floats by. Even I knew that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> from, from literary, <laughs> literary
1: reference.
2: Yeah right. Uh, right. Uh, without literary reference, I did know that, that the yeah, creepy. Yeah. Uh huh. When I was a kid, just like like Forrest knew it. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: And then the other word, which must be asked about, I read into it a very much a Buddhist thing, and that is transparent or transparentize, used a couple of times, allow us to have a little more insight into your use of that word, Shridharam.
2: えっと
3: 一部であること。そしてその一部で uh, so it metaphor to stay, but a snow, 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 Naka demo, or no, X cano, or Kotoba, Utore, no, so this she told me to metaphor, so this net, so it the Kotoba to just stay
2: must. In Zen, especially in Zen, I, which means subject, is part of the whole, and at the same time, the part of the whole is the is whole itself. But to, to recognize that aspect you have to um uh let yourself drop from you and and that's uh, that's what dogen also said and uh to me uh to be selfless is to be transparent Uh, in my poetry there's another similar expression which is grow old and that is almost uh identical with uh being transparent
0: fantastic i I love that notion very very much and i see it as Shuri was saying as you were saying in the realm of zen i think about the great death in zen as expressed probably most notably by keiji nishitani so and and i see it i have a friend who's a philosopher and he says that after negative capability there's galas and height out of Meister Eckert and Heidegger. And then after that, there's the great death in Zen, as expressed perhaps most ably by K.J. Nishitani. Is Nishitani an
2: influence? えっと、日本、
3: Yahadi Muslo took you Oh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, Complete works of Master Dogman. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Wow <laughs> So it's, it's, not a, it's not a direct influence from Nishitani, but uh, as, we, as we can see, he, he directly refers to Dogen, Do, Do, what Dogen wrote. So oh, uh, it's a direct influence from Do, Dogen.
0: This poem is called Ritual Utensils. Talk to us about the influence of ritual in your life and in your poetry.
2: えっと、リチュアル、人生
3: この韓国で焼かれた朝鮮半島で焼かれた韓国セレモニー
2: the ritual, ut- the ritual utensils, uh, I was thinking about the Korean utensil uh, made during uh, from 14th century to 19th century and everything is quite ceramic and uh, uh, well actually I did bring my Korean utensil is like this. Uh, <laughs> and, and this is this is cl- close to closer to. Uh, Pale blue, but mostly uh, white, and in any uh, and these uh, Korean utensils uh, had a lot of influence upon Japanese tea ceremony. And uh, but in Korea, this uh, th- these white ceramics, as a set, were uh, were used as a, a ritual uh, for the ritual, and every every house
3: has one set of these porcelains。Ah, uh, uh, <音楽><音楽><音楽><音楽><音楽> right. and uh, so in every
2: Korean family uh, uh, the fact that every Korean family has that set of porcelains uh, it's not a very too, uh, too uh, expensive things and and uh, it's not uh, they're not a well-wrote urn well-wrote urns and that, uh, but in in japan it was used as a uh, in, in a tea ceremony uh which is uh so the uh the, those everyday uh porcelains heck came to have a different different uh value right.
3: because of ritual uhhuh deskara mm-hmm. eto uh,
2: it's, so I use the word uh, ritual utensils that means the, uh, the philosophy in everyday life. Or
0: as expressed in Zen in English, chop wood, carry water, it would be a similar
2: kind of thing. So, exactly.
0: One last question about Dogen, since I have you here, and, and I think this is important. There's a uh, a notion of Dogen used once in the Shobogenzo. I think it's in fascicle 89. And it's the concept of Kanodoko. Is, is that an important concept? Are you familiar with that Kanodoko?
2: It to uh showbogens or hajiu in this kind of sho show. So ko nyi kanodoko. Uh to kan to a kana to uh do you have do you have do you know the Chinese characters for kanodoko?
0: I could find the characters by pulling up, yeah, I could I could find this by pulling it up on my computer so let me do the share screen the characters I'm talking about and Forrest I think you'll really appreciate this because I think this is a, an important concept and I'm I'm glad it came up so I'm going to share screen
3: hi uh, uh,
0: uh,
2: uh, uh, yes he does know that
0: any thoughts about the significance of this
3: 考えるこの部分が世界そのものであるという根本も語っている言葉だと思います はい、OK、this hey,
2: uh, okay. uh, is uh, in the Buddhist idea, uh, especially told in the uh, Indra's net, just just, just as we talked about, uh, the word exists in, in the relations that's what what it uh that's what it main, uh mainly means and one thing as itself cannot be uh cannot be exist i cannot cannot exist interdependence, yeah.
0: so. interdependence. forrest i was delighted to see that the list of u.s poets influenced by japanese poetry and culture reads like a list of black mountain and beat poets Uh, And we talked a little bit about Pound and and the post-World War II poets, and that seemed to be the most exciting thing. But what do you think is uh, the reason that these poets, and we were talking about, uh, or in the book it says, you know, Gary Snyder, William Carlos Williams, uh, Philip Whalen, Kerouac, Joanne Kiger. You didn't mention McClure, but you could have. He's written many poems that involve Dogen. So what is it about that stance toward poem making that seems to lend itself or seems to be interested in Japanese culture and vice versa. And the vice versa is important because in the mid 20th
1: century, the Japanese poets were looking for Western sources and and the Western poets uh, were looking toward the East. And also in the mid 20th century, there is this wave of recognition among scientists and philosophers, as well as poets, that Western consciousness was critically limited by its overvaluation of logic and rationality. So the philosopher hans George uh, Gadamer emphasizes that we're threatened by the one-sidedness of scientific knowledge. And what we need is some kind of fusion of horizons. And as far back as uh, 1919, the scholar Ito Kitunosuke gave Heidegger a copy of, um, Okakura Kazuko's Book of Tea, which deals in a Taoist way with the art of being in the world. And Heidegger is so influenced by this book that his concept of Dasein, being in the world, seems to be derived from that. Ezra Pound had been instrumental in translating and and in championing translations of Chinese and Japanese literature um, and philosophy. And the poet's after Pound including Ginsburg and Gary Snyder and Joanne Kiger, began looking for philosophical and poetic models in India, China, and Japan.
0: Fascinating. Talk to us about lineation in the work. That was one of the questions brought up. You know, I, I come out of the Charles Olson, and, and, you know, you even talk about in the introduction to the book, space equals time, talking about road trips, uh, but also on the page, Gary is very clear that space on the page equals time. So if you want to pause... You could put a pause in the line or white space between stanzas. Can you talk to us, uh, Tomoyuko and Forrest, uh, about lineation and what's important in scoring a poem on the page?
1: I'll just say one thing, and I'll let uh, Tomoyuki talk. But in reading that, uh, that poem that we just read, Ritual Utensils, in the Japanese, what I hear is this wave-like pattern of the rhythm that's created by... Um, by the line, particular line breaks that Shuri creates and that Tomoyuki helps us construct in English. But I'd love to hear from uh, Tomoyuki
2: and, and, and Shuri Kido. Ah, so uh, we, we write we, we don't write horizontal, We write vertical. <laughs> so, it, uh, so that's the, the very first uh, big problem.
3: Uh, he's always careful
2: about going over to the next line we call it go across to the next line so it's going across so yeah, he does care about that, and uh, as for me, I try not to disturb the uh, flow of the Japanese going across the lines, no. lines from the next line to the next line, to the next line, and I try to follow the uh, uh, line breaks, and yeah, line breaks, and what else, and the uh, 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 enjoyment and things, all those things, and uh, us. i never try to uh change that myself i try to retain everything to the english translation yeah. yes in the poem uh,
0: the dry season which is early in the book page five there's a passage that reads when books burn even the settings of stars collapse it seems as if we're in another era of book burning at this time, or, or maybe that it's true that every age has its own fascism. What use is poetry to combat fascism?
2: It's dry season,
3: which page is it? <repeach> <repeach> Page five. <repeach> <repeach> um, え to me to burn books is
2: is almost identical with burning humans. And uh, in the east, these uh to burn, burning books was done under a fascist reign or uh, uh under fascist fa- a fascist uh, philosophy so to me when when i use that word burning books or book bu- bur- to burn books is a criticism toward that uh, sa- that side and or a rebel to that uh, political system
1: one more note, Paul, about the previous question about the line break, the uh, lineation. This book has been incredibly well-received in the United States, and the Washington Post listed it as one of the five best books in the US. And what I think is being received by readers is has to do with the rhythm of Kido's mind, um, that we, we hear a very particular mind inscribed in the rhythms of his work, and that that meditative uh, sensibility is well communicated in the the translation, Um, that the the pulse of someone else's mind, something so intimate can cross languages seems to me almost miraculous. Yeah, and
0: rather than go into rhetoric, which a, a lesser poet does, there's the line when books burn, even the settings of stars collapse. I mean, that's, that's just a remarkable, remarkable line, which is interesting because it's early in the book. And yet I put it near the end of the interview because of its potency and because of it's a very real fact that we're dealing with that mentality. Now, I, I would just have one more que- Actually, I would have about a couple of days worth of questions, but I will restrict myself to this last one. What's it like having a book of your poems translated into English?
3: えっと日本語 uh, the Japanese expressed in a lot in another language
2: that was very uh, very fresh and usually the, the the sound of the Japanese is created by the number of syllables, and the Japanese language is monosy- uh, basically a monosyllabic language, consonant and vowel, consonant and vowel. And uh, that's how we try to create our own Japanese-style rhythm. But on the other hand, in English, uh, accent is the... Uh, comes the, the center of the uh, cre- of how you create the rhythm. and. Uh, my Japanese being transposed into English, uh, translated into English, and uh, based on the rhythm created by accent, uh, that was very interesting.
0: Having your poetry available to English readers, what does that feel
2: like to you? I am not sure if you I you
3: えっと、えっと、だと私のえっと、uh,
2: I feel very extremely uh, thankful to Forrest and uh, this is very interesting that uh, so far my books are uh, my poems are translated into Finnish but uh, I don't really know Finnish so I don't really know what's happening there but when it was translated into English, and a lot of uh, people from newspaper come up to me and say uh, the contrast between uh, contrast of English and the, the Japanese was very interesting. And uh, most of the people in Jap- Japanese, not most, I, would, I should say, some of the Japanese people do understand English, so the understanding of the Jap- uh, understanding of my poem in English in Japan is deepened. And then the same thing can be can happen. Can uh, the same thing can happen e- even in China or Korea? That referring to languages and then uh, deepening the understanding of my poems, and that's what I feel so very thankful to Forrest.
1: And we also feel thankful to the well-known photographer whose um. uh, image graces the cover. I think can we can we have her say hello? go.
3: Diesel. So, hello again. <laughs> Beautiful cover,
1: thank you, thank you for your work.
3: Thank you very much for choosing my photo for the cover.
1: When thank I you. first met, met you both, Kido <laughs> gave me his books of poetry, but you gave me a book of your photographs. Yes. So I got to know both at the same time.
3: Yeah. Yes, it was a butto photograph. Yes. Uh, very a uh, legendary famous butto dancer, mm. Akira Kasai. Uh, oh, of course, I took- you,
2: took a, you, you took Kasai's <laughs> class, right? I
3: took a, a
2: butto class with Akira Kasai, yeah.
0: <laughs> Did you have the white powder on your face? Did you go?
1: I didn't on- get that. I didn't <laughs> for an hour. I just tried to take three steps like him, <laughs> see, and I, I couldn't see. do it.
0: Yeah, it's it's intense. Well, I'm so honored to be able to have this experience. And I don't think that there's a higher calling in the world right now than to build bridges between cultures. So the work that all of you are involved with is really heartening to me, so much needed at this time, this time of great ignorance and great ego and great acting out. And uh, I'm just incredibly grateful. And I thank you for this. And thank you for your time and your efforts and for all the work that you've all done.
1: Thanks for your smart
3: dialogue. Thank you. Arigato
0: Gavanas. Arigato. arigato, Arigato. Cascadian Prophet supporters include Diana Elser, a sponsorship dedicated to her parents whose practicality, humor, and love of family life reflected their experience and in and love for the eastern Missouri Breaks and western Ruby Valley, Montana landscapes that define their childhoods. And Steinbrook Native Gallery located near Pike Place Market in downtown Seattle, featuring fine art of the Northwest Coast from emerging and established artists. A link to their site
3: at cascadianprofits.org.